said talk to me, damn it, or else I'm gonna throw you in the fire! You stupid bitch, you filthy! Welcome back to Flyover State of, wait a minute, we are missing a guy, but that's okay because this is fear and TJ is joining Brian and I for us for this very special episode. How are you, TJ? It's been a, well, hot minute since like recording, we've talked every day, but. It's been a while. It feels great to be back and talk to you guys and see you guys. I wish our fourth was here. Yusuf, we love you and miss you, but I'm glad to see you guys and be able to just talk some things, talk some movies, and especially the movie we're going to talk Yeah, about. we're just right up front. We're talking about Troll, uh, but before that, and hi, Brian uh, and, and TJ. Um, I'm co-host now. I'm like Andy Richter. Yeah. I sit to the side. I wait to be addressed. <laughs> My beautiful co-host. Uh, he's going to have a bunch of failed With him, as always, is Garth. He's going to have a bunch of failed sitcoms, but one was really good. Um... But anyway, uh, has anyone like watched before we get into troll? Has anyone like watched anything or like in the you know genre horror space recently that they like to recommend? Well, yeah. I don't know if I could recommend anything. or just talk. But about you know, I'm always watching horror movies. Um, I did okay. I can recommend anybody who hasn't seen this is classic. I watched Magic with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, it's on Shutter right now. Ago. Yeah, Dude. it's on Shutter. So check it out. Blu-ray is a little expensive, so I have check Blu-ray it out on Shutter. Um. And then I, I did a two-night back-to-back. I watched uh, Chopping Mall and Killer Workout. So I was okay. really my, like, best of the worst, bad so, movie. So you hit my lane, too, of what I've been doing. I watched uh, on Shutter, I think. Yeah, I watched the Joe Bob version of it, just because why not? But it was... Uh, uh, Phantom Mall, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Same, same mall used as Chopping Mall. Sarah was talking about that. She was like, "Joe watched something that could fit in with the movies we were watching." Yeah, it fit right because it was like eleven o'clock at night, and I was like, "I don't know, I want something, but it's bad slasher like that I've never watching, seen." I have to say, the craziest thing about either movie is the fact that the name of the movie is Chopping Mall, but it's not about a killer who chops people. It's about robots. <laughs> This, yes. <laughs> Bananas. Uh, they shoot people with lasers and stuff. <laughs> Phantom of the... Oh, I've seen it. They're dialects, basically, yeah. from the... Yeah, yeah from, they are. Uh, Doctor They're Who. like cheap-ass dialects. I, I... Yeah, Phantom Mall was like... Was a killer going around, but it was also just like an excuse, seemingly, to show boobs and like get a... Very 80s. And Paulie Shore is like in his first role as like a yogurt worker and like still the comedic relief, but not full full-blown sure do i need to have seen fan- the first phantom of the mall there's too. a first phantom of the mall oh i didn't know is eric's revenge no not- no it sounds think like a sequel title oh no, i think it's just the straight full name okay okay um uh, but in, in, if you're gonna watch shopping mall good double feature enjoyable my other recommendation not recommendation one rediscovery Mimic. Forgot how great of a movie that is. Also, almost watched McMahon. We're on the same. We're right on the same page. And you know what? We ended up watching The Relic instead. Okay. Yeah. So same. Same. uh, 
same vibe, like right in the well, same. Like I bet those came out within a year of each other. For Mimic, sure. Mimic was like a workday watch, and I was like, all right. I, I kind of know what this is, but I don't. I have not I know, seen like, Mimic since the theater. And I was like, there's three of these? Because they have two straight to video sequels. And Oh, I knew that, yeah. I read about them, and the sequels are not good, apparently. I've it never was, seen either one. First well, one, though, I mean, the original is a Guillermo, a GDT movie, right? Mm-hmm. That's Guillermo yeah, you could like tell, too. Big, it's like his first big American movie, it's right? It's like, very, um, and it, I mean this in a, a good way. Yeah, it's an American movie, but it's an it's an al- it's an Aliens knockoff. Yeah, sure. I mean, and, and like it's like aliens mixed so with many like good uh, movies are. Uh, it's aliens mixed with like um, uh, like a pandemic movie, like a you know, like a virus movie. Anyway, TJ, have you had anything going on that you've watched recently that's like in our in this wheelhouse? The level of chopping more and like that, but I did do a good eight hour binge. Of- I know. Yeah, but I think True Detective is a straight up. That first season is a straight up like horror thriller you know yeah. it's i mean i would put it on par with something like silence of the lambs you know like you would it's that level of that agony i i think last year two years ago brian and i i think we had a group check on where we watched it in one week just simultaneous together but tj that was one of those shows where it was so fun to watch week to week because no one knew what the miss like no one knew it was going to end yeah. the way it ended to keep it vague so it was all like Who's the Yellow King? What does this mean? Like, like it had the full blown like when it used to be fun to do conspiracy theories on the internet. Right. Like that's what True Detective season one did. We and the way they did it with like I didn't because I luckily it's one of those things that Brian was feeding about this where everyone's like you gotta see you have to see it. And back then I was like I don't give a shit if anyone's <laughs> everyone's watching it. It's like that. I'll eventually yeah. the hype builds and like the less you care about it, the more it, like entrenched you become. You're like no. But somehow I never I got spoiled to it. I never really like looked into it after just knowing that it was a big hit when it came out and sure seasons. So when I watched it, it all knew me and everything that yeah. That's why I got so locked into it for eight straight episodes. Like, well, if I haven't, I'm just gonna watch them all the way. Through. I've done that before, but then you're like, shit, six a.m. Yeah, yeah dude, and and then it hurt the next day. Like, oh, never. Why? Then I, I, you finished it at like ten a.m. in the morning. And you're like. All right, what do I do now? Not to do a, not that it's horror, but I almost did that last night, at least later with the vice principals, which I've seen, but it was just playing on next. Yeah. So I just started rewatching and I'm like, yeah, it's so yeah, fucking dark. To... Oh, I'm just mean... locked in. Here we go. All right. <laughs> um, but about today, uh, we're talking about troll, uh, 1986's troll. Cause I know there's quite a few different trolls. Uh, one just the... came out. Yeah. So this is the, OG Harry Potter troll. Before I read the synopsis and everything else, TJ, what made you pick this? And we know you very well, but this is very in your lane of uh, what you enjoy. And, and you know, one thing I'm really learning is that, like, all you got to do to get TJ on board with your movie was get a dwarf to put on a costume. Yeah. And like, <laughs> TJ was like, "This is it for me. This is my whole like." All of them. He's just like I'm. I'm geared up for this. Hey, he got paid double. Uh, well, oh, we're gonna talk about I don't Pedro Nicaro because my Phil man Funicaro. is acting the hell. Oh, out actually, of this I don't know if he got paid double, but he did two roles as the troll and just his the the guy. An eight, a fucking English professor and who lives in the building. I knew, also, I knew it was one of the costume. I never knew when I was younger. And 
my biggest note of that, I'm just skipping all the way through it, is this could have been a really like sweet, meaningful film about like a little person like coming to like like figuring themselves out and finding fantasy in this and it just throws that away when it happens because he has that speech that is like the best acting in the movie yeah yeah it is like he crushes and like i like that like that moment's genuine i i would imagine i I imagine like he's bringing some real shit to that moment and it like it's so out of place in this movie and it's really great yeah (laughs) and then and then like Five minutes later, he is a tiny elf. <laughs> he, he looks like uh, he looks like a small version of the soup Nazi as the puppet oh, in that. Like, um, it's so we we can't so we can't start at the bed. Yeah, I've start started. I've started like way well, too. But, but we teased TJ the didn't, didn't get TJ to answer. What what was the what was the thought I picking this? I know I vetoed critters. It was only because we I've recently seen it. Couldn't so, like, bring himself to do it, man. <laughs> I don't know. It, you know, I was thinking about what to do, and we've always talked about on our other podcasts, like Child's Play and all the other ones, Tremors and stuff like that. And I was something that just it's still me, but also I know the guys, if you haven't seen it, might either be really this is worth a watch if you're listening. It, yeah. Or just a good conversation in the end. Um, but this is, again, I was thinking about today, I was like, what, where did I see this as a kid? And I think it was just like on USA on like a Sunday morning out of nowhere. And like, I just was like, oh, it's um, a Treyu from NeverEnding Story. I'm in, I'll just watch it. And eventually when it, uh, the troll does show itself, scared me everyone's doing that twitter thing right now like what scared you as a childhood and i was like it's creepy it's troll control and his all his little ghoulies yeah. he look- really he looks a lot like um hoggle from labyrinth yeah. okay like his face is a lot like hoggle it, it, yeah this is very labyrinth and like legend and he also looks like the tro- the triode brother troll from <laughs> uh the Ernest movies just like small uh yeah kind of like a smaller version of that sure sure um so before we begin, as always, I'm going to read the synopsis, and I mean, from what I could see, this does look like we're going to get a good description, but we never know. In order to get his life back as a wizard, Torok, the troll, plans to take over an apartment building. His first step is to pe- possess young Wendy Potter. Her brother, Harry, Harry Potter, is the only one who suspects something is wrong. Fortunately, their neighbor, Eunice St. Clair, is a witch. And not only believes Harry, but also agrees to help him. Meanwhile, as Torok, Wendy starts transforming other building tenants into mythical creatures, and only Harry can stop them. Now, that's a really good description for that. Um, and uh, I actually think, so in Spain, this movie is just called Torok, like El Troll. Because okay. I almost bought the Blu-ray oh, from there. That's what it should have been called, Torok the Troll. Yeah, absolutely. America. But, um... Uh, a couple fun facts up front. The, the obvious one, the hero of this film is a boy named Harry Potter Jr. who is surrounded by a fantasy world of witches, wizards, and magic 11 years before J.K. Rowling published the novels. It's blah, blah, blah. According to J.K. Rowling herself and her spokesman, you know, of course, denied any sort of fucking influence, and which is such bullshit. Yeah. Um, Juliet Lewis's debut. Um, Not Julia Lewis. Julia, Julia Lewis. Lewis. Sorry, I've been watching too much Yellow Jackets. Julia Louis Dreyfus's debut. Uh, according to what we could tell, she's pretty embarrassed by it, which is kind of silly. 
because uh, like Leno <laughs> brought it, Leno brought it up and played clips for her back in the day, and she was Good. visibly not like thrilled. Apparently, she didn't like it. She I love that. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of, uh, and then it, another movie that he, uh, there's two this movies that his direction uh, connections to the director of this is a special effects dude, who I did write. Beekler. Thank you. Who also directed Friday the Thirteenth: The New Blood. Hell yeah. Uh, which is a good one. And it then um, there's a picture. Very poorly rated on Metacritic, though. <laughs> there, there's a picture of Galwin in human form in the basement and of the antique yeah, store. That and that and is, Andy's got a ghoulie on his shoulder yeah, for some reason. And that is a that is also in the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Which is another Phil, movie that uh, Phil Fondacaro is also in Garbage Pail Kids. He is Greaser Greg. Is he? Okay. Ooh. You know, I only ever knew him from uh, Mary Kane Ashley Halloween movie, Toil Toil <laughs> Double Trouble. No, no. He was Willow's buddy in Willow. That, that was what sense. I was doing. And he was, yeah, he was like, he's the one who like was the actual warrior who goes along with Willow at the beginning to like help him out. So we do start off, like, I think the movie itself too, the credits are like so much, speaking of Willow, they're so much more whimsically like Willow and like we're going to be invited in this nice fantasy family yeah. friendly movie. And uh, we meet this family and they're moving into an apartment and it's in San Francisco. I was wondering where it was. Yeah, I had a Google Docs and everywhere, but it's San Francisco yeah, apartment. And you're like, oh my God, hey, Sonny Bono uh, playing pretty funny. The guy from U2 that was married to Cher. Bono, yeah, He's yeah. Both. yeah. He's Sonny Bono. The He's world both fa- of them. <laughs> the world's famous uh, Olympic skier. Um, uh, it's funny, they talk about getting rap burgers, which I've only ever heard White Castle refer to rap burgers, which is such yeah. an East Coast thing. So that's what I was like, where the fuck? The dad's like, the dad's like, you know what, guys? Y'all take care of the boxes. I'm going to just go get us some burgers. Yo. You win. I'll go get us. The dad was right. like, like uh, Trey, you look like you got a good strong back. Where's yeah, it going. The dad was like, I make money and I just want to listen to my rock records and have a <laughs> fucking gin and tonic and leave me alone. Can we just talk about? We just jump into the dance scene, right? Like when the dad like needs to blow off some steam. That feels like one of those things that like he did on set as a joke and people thought was so funny that they were like, we're going to put it in the movie. You should do that in the movie. And then they did it. And then well, that's how you end up with a scene like that, where you're just like, what? <laughs> the, only, the only way it works is because it's so loud. And they set it up in the beginning when the mom's like, all the boxes are your records. But because the dude, uh, the one of the characters you meet in the very beginning, uh, the Marine, when he shoots the gun off, it's the only like thing where I'm like, okay, I guess that would make sense. Cause then they couldn't even hear the kid knocking. Yeah. Yeah. Which, they need the sound, but like they didn't need the dancing. No. Um, I don't know. It, it's weird because there is a, like, I know this, you know, famously troll two has nothing to do with this troll. Cause troll two is about goblins and it's just low budget and the studio slapped. They're just trying them. to hack. Yeah. Using the but name. There's a weird cross. There's no similarities, but there's weird. Like I would say like adjacent similarities. So the dan- weird random dance scene is there, right? Troll two famously. Troll two has that. Okay. Random fucking dance scene that she literally does the Magneto and like, it's very like in the mirror and, and also has, um, when the girl's eating and it has like the green goo come out of it, when she's okay. eating like a gabon. Yeah. Or the troll is eating like, 
it, the green goo is a big part of the troll too, but that, you know, really that's it. it. And then turn I just, into you want to talk about connections. Here's one that I just made just now. So on Seinfeld, Elaine famously dances very badly. She does the thumbs and the little kicks. The episode is called little kicks. What? I wonder if she is, she took that from dude here in troll. That's so she stole it from him. Um, and then she's doing an impression of dad from troll. She has her little, she has her part where she's doing like that whimsical dance throughout. When, yeah, she's more like frolicking kind yeah, of. She's, she's honestly like hired correctly. She's literally there just to be like cute and look, look yeah. pretty. She's the well, She's a, like a cute 80s girl and then yeah. she becomes a wood nymph and she's just prancing around and whatever. And Top shot, all nymph, you know, and, and then there's multiple yeah. nymphs behind her, but it's like like everything she like becomes horse, like two or three different people at yeah. one time. She's like a becomes a, um, like a bunch of them. But that's what this movie I, I think does do well in this, the, the apartment setting is like uh, go watch Evil Dead Rises, but same kind of like introduces our people when we're moving in very nicely. So we start yeah. off with we uh, have the moving scene and all the yeah, people. We start off with Sonny Bono. Intro, perfect. Uh, we start with Sonny Bono. He's a play. He's a play. He's an old playboy, uh, a conservative marine, uh, a cup. The um, clearly a, a boyfriend girlfriend, Julia Dreyfus, and um, well, and her real life husband. That was that, that, uh, that? Is that yeah. why I recognized him? Yeah. Well, they were on SNL together too. Okay, I was like, this guy looks really fucking familiar. Uh, Brad, crap! I'm gonna have to look it up on IMDb because I, I already lost. And it. then, and then I literally wrote Julia. So then I saw the IMDb, but I Brad Hall. Curious. I was Brad like, Hall. and a guy I've seen on Kirby Enthusiasm because that was like one of his, which is probably as her husband. Her husband, yeah, uh, exactly. Now that you say <laughs> it, he is um, her real life husband. One, um, so but uh, I don't know if we, I don't know if we verbally said it, but the troll immediately possesses uh, the daughter. Wendy. And Wendy. we don't see what happens to her. This is like off screen. We right. see the troll approach her and then she disappears off yep. screen. He has a green lantern ring, basically. Yeah, he has a green lantern with, like a, a, with a little heroin needle that shoots out of it. Um, they do um, a really bad job of setting up, um, which is, I guess, I was hoping like you would set up more so you care about the relationship between the brother and sister. But the first time you, they even talk to each other, they're like, watch this. like, Mom, she's so annoying. Yeah. This is yeah. just like, I'm going to fucking mess with you anyway. I and can. then she immediately becomes a troll. So like every other interaction, like, and then she's, she's a troll. I guess that's the setup. Like, oh, she's always annoying to him. So when he starts complaining about she's being right. annoying, it's just like. Nobody takes him seriously. Boy, all right, style. All right, I'll try you. Yeah. Um, I would you, never, I'll tell you what, I would never have picked him out as a Trey. He could no. have gone this whole movie. Sarah, I, was, I was looking on IMDb, like a couple years, a little growth spurt, a little middle part that makes your head. How did we not know that middle parts made everybody's head look like a penis? How did nobody notice? So long. That's all I can see anymore. It just looks like a little, <laughs> little mushroom tip. Get the little nice circumcision coming hood. out the top. Yeah, a little. Oh, hood. Oh, nice mushroom wild. hot. So um, yeah, it's a well podcast over. All right, uh, but <laughs> no, no, down with talks of nah, you're good. Would I, would kids I, in the nineties looked like penises. <laughs> my first kind of note, though, uh, kind of is that 
I find it interesting how, like, I get it. It's just a movie. Like, she's pretending to be Godzilla or the troll is. Oh, I'm Godzilla. But the troll then doesn't know about fridges. Like, it's it's such a varying, like... Oh. Uh, but again, not a, not a true nitpick. Uh, they go in to eat the rat burgers. Like I said, she eats, like, every fucking Jersey uncle I've, I've ever known. Just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the little girl doing the troll acting is fun. Anytime she has to like fun. act like the troll is coming out in her is fun. She did a yeah. good job. That's the thing, like ex- generally, except for Harry Potter, aka Trey. Yeah, she was a that way better actor than Trey. I couldn't believe how bad a Trey was. He was really coasting. I shared it in my group ch- in, in our group chat, but I straight up the only line I wrote down because it was bad was, "She's all flustered." Stops. Goes then. Can I come in? I think I'm gonna throw up. And it was like, uh, like, like and then just it was like, oh, that. Serious. He just watched that Captain America movie where he keeps stealing the car by telling people he has to get out and get sick. Look, look. When when you when you peak with the Artex scene, it's very hard to come back. You know? He did a um, moat. Uh, yeah, he did a moat pretty hard in that one. Um, but, but but go back a little bit. So we get the the, the troll established. We've seen it go through, but it's not her. It's only making things hard for the family household. It's not doing anything, but then it Also, goes, nobody questions where this little girl got this giant ring. She either. just says, oh, that's so pretty, and she says, I found it. She has a conversation <laughs> okay. with her mother. Okay, I must have missed that. I was gonna say, yeah, the I mom's like, like, where'd you get that, honey? Where like, the hell that big gaudy-ass thing come from? It's like, it's like the first clip we have, like, right after Troll's turn and her sitting at that table before they eat the burgers. That mom. Or, like, around there. She must be on some happy pills. Is the whole movie she just like this the entire? Time. Oh, the mom and the 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 dad are the coolest, and I don't mean like cool, like want to be them, just like nonchalant parents ever. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, they're, not, they're not too worried about anything that's going on around them. Um, but we go back to Sony Bono. That's the first. This is the first like room we get into, and to be honest with you, it peaks here for me, like with the effects. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this is the thing they do. This is a classic. When you got a budgetary issue, you like throw it all into one scene that looks pretty good, as good as you can get it, and then you, you just kind of expect everybody to be like, "Okay, that happened again off screen." Like then when you do it again, you're like, "This time we get the big transformation." I wasn't sure because I had never seen this, so I didn't know what we were gonna get coming out of that. No, that, I think that's why it um. It more toes the line on this rewatch of like we could call it like okay it isn't that horror because there is this is full blown body horror right here yeah. Yeah. more than just family fantasy movie right we're not watching well, I put this this is before. right in line with something like the gate it's probably not quite yeah. as scary oh, T- as the gate but TJ's little... first oh, episode. TJ's first like, episode the gate when I was starting to rewatch of it because like when I was a kid you're obviously a little bit more scared of things like that especially a troll. <clears throat> taking over a kid, you're like, oh, it could be me. But then, like, I started watching this, and I was like, oh, man, is this not hard enough for the podcast? The guys were like, oh, but there are elements of it. There's, like, this really cool, what's up, I think cool it's, aspect, and, like... I mean, <clears throat> we're very, like, you know, openly um, uh, talk about it. Like, it's starter horror. It, it, cool. it is. That's yeah, where I consider absolutely. this. I, I think, like I said, if you were to go and pick something like never-ending story because the scene with the wolf scared you then it'd be like ah let's pick something else right yeah. that's not starter horror that's just this uh especially knowing the effects and trolls are creepy like it, it works yeah, i won't yeah. get too hung up on it um 
but yeah, so we get this Sonny Bono, and like he does have some good. That's is where it's like that weird eighties thing where it's like, who is this for? Because we do have like his full blown horny, but she's not into it. And yeah, he's like, she kind of like blows she's him like, off and makes she's fun like, of him. she's clearly a prostitute. She yeah. didn't like bag a real lady. He no, paid, and like, then he's like, lady, of yeah, I'm, you hungry? She's like, yeah, I eat. Sorry. And he's like, sex All right. worker. He's yeah. like, cook for me. That was yeah. Cool. He's like, I get some pancake mix in the kitchen. Why don't you go cook us up? She's like, fuck off. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, um, and then they come back, and um, that's when the troll reveals itself. Like the girl comes in, right? And it's all blah blah blah. Reveals the fucking troll, hits it with a ring, and then you see what I can only describe as an '80s version of effects as like the the wolf kind of man from uh, Prometheus exploding from the fucking in you know the spacesuit. Yeah, bursting out bubbles like, and it's. Gruesome. I was wondering. I was like, "Do you think they got Sonny Bono to put on actual prosthetics on, like, on so, his face?" Maybe, maybe. I mean, probably. Uh, I, I don't know. That'd be tough. I mean, they might have been like, "It's gonna be a fun man. Be great it's, career." It's also a low yeah. budget fucking movie. I mean, it's. It is, money. but it's got a little bit of money in it. Like, it's mm-hmm. not. It's you know what I mean. They, so, they definitely had a couple bucks. So that ex- like explodes, but he turns into this like the Johnny E looking metapod that like then this well, is the first room that bursts the. the when forest. I thought it was, I was like, I was like interested. I was like, ooh, okay, what's gonna come out of this pod? It's gonna be like a weird Sunny Bono. It should have been. Be, which well. I, I, at first, point. I was like, "Oh, it's just going to be f- like foliage, kind of come up and take over the room." I like the stop motion effects on all that; that was fun. But I was like, "Ah!" But then the little creatures come out. It's like Sonny Bono broke up into a couple little weird creatures, and some of them have like goblin bodies, but like in goblin like upper bodies, but insect butts and weird like <laughs> legs and stuff. Yeah, they it's went cool. full blown. They like they took the effects and full blown from. Um, these guys worked on ghoulies, but like that, like, like, just yeah. like ghoulies. They I was gonna say, to be fair, some of these things look like they took one of those. Uh, what were they? Boglins? Where you know, you guys remember Boglins? No, nah, no. It was in a box. It was like a little rubber hand puppet that came in a box that looked like a cage, and you like <laughs> stuck your hand in it. And to be fair, some of these looked like somebody took a boglin and sprayed yeah. it with some like gravy and they gave it a little did. goo. They but, probably did. <laughs> Um, but that's like our first introduction, and you're like, "Oh shit, this troll means business." Business. Go uh, on. I was gonna say, like, the first uh, part of it, like, okay, I get the little kid bursting its way in. A lot of people letting kids in their apartment. Not that. Yeah, hate. this little girl gets into way more apartments than like me and Sarah <laughs> definitely clocked that. It's like I can so letting some little kid just wander around. Him. That would be Louis Dreyfus is like. Well, okay, stranger, just hang out in here. I'm going to go finish getting ready, little that would child be, I don't know. Like. That would be straight up part of a drinking game of this, like every time she enters an apartment. Yeah. And they're just uh, like, all right, sure. Pushes her way in, just walks in. And we do get a good shot, though, while this is all happening, of the troll looking at some Playboy. Yeah. Like killing oh, time. yeah, obviously. I think it was because of the face on the end the uh, the page he pulled out, I was like, I know who that is from something in the 80s, but I can't put my finger on it. Oh, they, there was no note on it. I, I'm sure you could find that somewhere. Um, but then we go back to um, 
you know, I think Atreyu kind of sees like what's going on, if I remember correctly, like a little suspicious. But now we go to to pick up on her weird behavior. But no, but again, nobody's listening. Now we go to we we haven't got to the part where he's like, first of all, they share a room, I guess, even though there's like a five. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say that teenage boys are creeps and you shouldn't put them in rooms with young girls. But it's a sister. His. yeah, fucked up shit happens all the time, though. All right, all right. So, <laughs> so I'm going to move past that one a little bit, Brian. <laughs> you want to delve into that? No? Nah, nah. We'll get Gary Glitter on I did show. like the way, I did like when she, he looked over and she was normal, and then he looked back, and then he looked over again, and it was a troll. I thought that was very funny. No, like, it was good. I think the whole some... thing they share a room is so they could do that gag. And I, I, I didn't mean and, to bring down the pop. And it's, a, it's an apartment building, so they probably only have, like, two bedrooms and a living room and like a kitchen and maybe like a little den the the dad's dance studio obviously yeah (laughs) and uh but now we go to eunice who honestly should have just led the whole movie and i as elder eunice not as elder witch eunice not young that's june lockhart baby lost in space locked my heart (laughs) good she's killing it in this and also i love how like how breezy the whole like her being a witch thing is it's like they kind of i guess i i guess they kind of let uh harry potter jr be a little be a little smart and like because the audience it's so obvious that she's a witch it feels like they knew the audience would be like yeah she's a witch we get it and then he literally does just go to her apartment and be like you're a witch aren't you yeah <laughs> that's all <laughs> what of it no it's like okay well and then also he's like these are like things kids would have. And I was like, ah, if I was a kid, maybe like one of the spears, but I would not have all of those things that she had. I definitely like, wouldn't have the, talking, I thought, the weird talking mushroom that used to well, be my husband, was, maybe? I think that's, yeah, just her pal. Because they had a connection and like, uh, but I like you establishing, like, all right, she's up on it. She's part of the, like, she's one of them. She's a, at least a witch. You know it immediately. Well, I think because they knew they were going to have to also tell the whole, like, backstory of her and the, what, and how she connected the troll and what the troll's doing. They didn't want to waste time with also explaining, like, having a, is she, is she not a witch? They're just like, let's knock that out right away. This movie is a a witch. Boom. This movie's a cool 80 minutes. Yeah. You've already seen a troll exists. She's a witch. There. Now we've covered all our bases. Uh, in the meantime, the troll fucking uh, swallows up the military dude. I feel like that was pretty nonchalant. Like, nothing actually happens with the military, like, other than he just gets his shit wrecked. Yeah. I was going to say, is there, uh, I was gonna, we haven't talked about what the uh, the whole, the troll's plan is, because we haven't got to that part. No, we but still I was trying gotta... to remember. I guess we did talk about, but uh, I guess uh, part of her plan is that every room that he he kills somebody in every room in that or i don't know we making a part of the undetermined world undetermined if those people die or not we don't know um we, don't see any of them. we definitely don't see him at the end <laughs> well, he says to him, like, but uh, like he's also supposed to every room is supposed to replicate a different land and i well that yeah. was my one note that like they all seem kind of samey they're all forests they're all forests they Just have some, some of them have different creatures and some of them are more expansive maybe than others but i was like I can't tell which one was which. Like, was there anything different about this one? Is this just just more goblins, right? It's just more goblins, and then and, like, like she was the um something about death because he's like, oh, I've I've stared death in the face, and she's like, what's it look like? He's like, what? Like yeah. that's yeah. Oh like, no, it's like, confu- it's such a sinister question that he's like, uh, because he's clearly supposed to be some like 
Hardo guy who may have been in Vietnam. Right, he could be. He could be a bit of a blowhard. He may or may not actually be a badass. Right. Um, that's kind of how I got it. Like being. I love that he was 1986 fit. Where like they were trying to play up like he was all buff, but like he was just like a normal gym dude for now. Like nowadays, like. (laughs) I can say established that like Mortal Weapons because he shoots him and it goes through and hits the thing behind him. Yeah. Was like, oh, all right. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, I like that. I like the point of that. Like, just a week, like, just, just, yeah, yeah. And just, but he goes, and then he turns into whatever. Um, but we do in this. Also, meantime, we meet Malcolm, our our our, our main main dwarf, and but uh, Wendy meets Malcolm, and, and the she, troll is enticed by it, like, like almost like because the I wanna, troll thinks he's a fairy. <laughs> yes. It's very insulting, but I have one question even though we already talked about this we keep talking about it. Malcolm should have been like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't need to come to dinner, right?" Yeah, and it then, is weird that he accepted the dinner invitation and then brought a, small a bottle child. of wine. And also it feels like something he's done before because like well, I'm sure it happens to him enough, but like if you ask I don't know today from like the few little people that I've listened to on podcasts and whatnot, they're like, yeah, no, I know how to talk to a kid in the sense of like to diffuse this kind of how Malcolm talks to her, but to be like, yeah. I'm, I'm not a child like you. I'm an adult. I'm just a small adult. And, and I thought it was like, it makes for great scenes, but that she's like, yeah, my friend's coming over, which is an innocent thing for the parents. Like, okay. Oh, when he shows up with the bottle of wine and she's standing there with the chocolate milk and the clown cup, that is so funny. That is like <laughs> one of the funniest things I've seen in a movie in a in a minute. <laughs> I love how the dad too isn't like, you want to open that wine? He's like, as a gin man, my as a gin man myself, you want a G and T, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess. And Malcolm's like, you know what? Fuck it. I live in this apartment. I guess so. And <laughs> then he goes, lit. but then he goes and instead of hanging with the parents and listen to the records, goes and have his nice one-on-one in a Wendy's room together. Again, there's a lot of things going on. Who is and isn't allowed in Wendy's room that I don't, I don't know how, what we're going to get <laughs> again, into here. It's in, the, in the eyes of the movie, it is innocent. Yeah. You know, like we know Malcolm means well. Um, once again, he, he had a he had a I gotta call his I gotta call their parenting into question here. He had an adventure with the Olsen twins. He did have adventure with the Olsen twins. Wait so, a minute, that sounds terrible. I don't like that. I don't like the way that's worded at all. I, like a, that's what they went on. The Olsen twins went on adventures. I don't Quite know what an else. Adventure, an, an adventure of discovery, an exploratory adventure, you yeah. might say. God, I I what is his name from that fucking Halloween movie? But uh, anyway. Um, do you remember TJ? No. My no. cat won't shut up. Can you guys Wait, hear my cat? I can. No, but I'm trouble. Uh, I have no idea what it is, but like even just the the intro and then the girl <laughs> hugging him and then puts in there with arm around him. It's like, oh man, this is so many things like you want to say, but just don't say. It's. It's, it's very questionable. And then the whole story at the dinner table, which is, again, we talked about this, the best acting in the, the it's entire... It's nice. It's yeah. generally a nice scene. Um, You're talking about the Phil Fundicaro scene. Best acting in the movie. Yeah. yeah. His name was Oscar. I thought it was something more whimsical. He, um, um, I, I think he, like I said, I think he brought a little bit of real reality to it. And I don't know if that's a real way he felt as a kid or at least a way he 
as an adult felt he could express how he felt as a kid. Either way, if it's real or if it's just maybe maybe it's just something he helped write from a place of reality. Just seems like but that's something I could jot. The guy who wrote the rest of the dialogue that's in this movie didn't write that scene. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, another part of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I probably punched up the fucking script or something and said, hey, let's do it this way. And especially, like, I could imagine the director being a special effects guy was probably like, give me all the actor help you could give me and not just some like you're gonna this was only his john carl beagler this is only like his second directing job i think unlike troll 2 which was an italian director interpreting or you know that uh had an america had a script in english but it was full-blown italian the crew was italian and they instructed every why it's so weird of a movie they instructed every single actor to be like you read the lines on the script you don't go off script because there was a, a guy who thought he was also an artor. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you're probably right there. But in the meantime, before that, at dinner, he reads a poem that is reminiscent to what the you know an ancient poem that's what's you know kind of going on. But the other part of that is there's a full blown fucking random musical number with the puppets in it. Yeah, I love that and singing I and it fucking it. rules. Yeah. Anytime you add a little musical number, and then yeah, she has the horn. She stops yeah. it with the, her magical horn. Awesome. Yeah. Like I said, there's so much in this movie that's just very charming. It's true. You know, it's like it's a lot of fun. I like. They never really go back to it, but when the music's going and everything's getting going, they're singing. The puppets are singing, and all the little. The, there's two dragons' heads on her wall that like wake up. Oh, they're I didn't notice like that. hand oh. puppets that are like they're like two sconces up like on both sides of her doorway, and they clearly have like you know like like two dragon head puppets, but they're like wake up and they look around and then later you just see him kind of sleeping. I was like, Oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't, I did not know. Just little, that. little fun detail stuff, you know, well, like, you little girl. When you have just... a special effects guy, direct your movie, he's always going to put, you know, find places that's to thing. hide little, little neat things. Like when, uh, the kid, Harry Potter Jr. is watching like the monster movie in the living room TV. Um, she like walks by the, as the troll little girl and is like, you call that a dragon, just like a nonchalant thing, and just walked in the bedroom and was like, oh, man, I would like to see that, because you don't get a dragon in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, it just moves, too. Yeah. Like uh, a movie from the 80s should. It's cooks. So, edition of the pod people thing? Yeah. He's that's kind of, it's, it, it's a mimic, right? Yeah. He's just like, your dog, that's not your dog anymore. It's a pod person from the planet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Your pa- whole- yeah, well, that's because then that's what gives him the first, at first thinks she's some kind of alien. And then he yeah. talks to the, the the Eunice and she gives him the whole backstory about her. I did think it was weird that like he used to be a human who turned into a troll. Yeah. That's that so strange. Used to be a human during the troll. Eunice also used to be a princess who, by her own fruition, because she fell in love, decided to get into witchcraft to more appeal to a warlock. Like the lore doesn't isn't as sound as it it should be. No, I do. Like I said, I do really like the idea of every 
room in the in the apartment's a little world. I just wish they were a little different. One could have looked like a crystal cave. Or one could have looked like world. a desert. One could have looked like the snow. Yeah, one could have looked and and then it's that would have I would have liked that a little bit. That was probably the original idea. Guess we more money on creatures. Um, well, it's one of those things like, well, well that's, we can dress every room with the same wooden well that, shit. Well, that's know? where <laughs> I think that's this is where it happens too. So like all that happens, you know, we she turns Malcolm into the or this happens maybe after before this, but turns back into fucking horrifying uh, soup Nazi puppet. I mean, like I said, the and in fairness, the face of the puppet does look like Phil no, it looks It's yeah. just so fucking weird. It's, it's like, like a little like eh, it's like body an it's so thing, and he doesn't ever get resolved with it too. Like he doesn't look. Like happy. I said, we don't see whatever happens to any of the people because Phil Phil Rosaro or Malcolm, you know, with one more scene should be like. Oh my god, this like 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 the troll did him a favor or he's disgusted. Yeah, well that's the thing. He has the conversation, the the good acting conversation with the troll. He talks about how like when he was a kid and he found out he was gonna be small, it, he thought he was like, Oh, it'd be cool if I was a I if I was an elf and then yeah. and so like the troll does turn think it's a good thing, but it would have been awesome to either pay that off and have Phil Fundicaro be happy or that's be like, a, Oh my god, I'm a monster. It's what did missing you do the to one, me? Like, you know? It's missing the one scene. I mean, maybe all these go back to the, the world they're supposed to be from and that's where they live now. So the next scene up is uh and we once again we kind of already talked about it, is our our Julia Louis Dreyfus scene. Um where the troll's just horned up, watching her turn into a nymph. Yeah. Um, and that's really it. But I think that's where you're like the they budget is quite glistening a couple. Yeah, times. that's I where the it. budget I think really, and she's a lot more floozy. Is yeah. the budget starts dripping? We're like, okay, we're gonna redress dress this as the woods, and uh, you're no creature now. You're just a pretty lady in like a voice. We just ball. cover you, and you're just a pretty lady with some leaves on you, and you yeah. just prance about. And that's what I remember of this movie. I had watched this after Troll 2, because I was like, when I was like 15, 16, I discovered Troll 2, and I was like, oh shit, and I remember watching Troll 1, and all I kind of remember of it was floral, like, or not floral, but like woodsy, in an apartment, Juliet Lewis. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say specifically this scene, because it's what came up when you searched Julia Louis-Dreyfus naked on the internet when you were a teen. Probably. (laughs) But... Everyone listening, yeah. I apologize. I keep saying Juliet Lewis. I mean Julie Julia Lewis. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, so I, I heard it. I have to call it out. Um, but um, yeah. Terrible. So the nymphs happen. Um, we do learn a little bit from it that uh, you know, it's the witch's Sabbath, and that's why all this shit started happening. Once again, yeah, it's like he's talk. only got 72 hours from the time he takes over the little girl's body to like establish his little worlds mm-hmm. and then he eventually like, like sacrifice her or and then or she gets saved. Well, or, I can't the, how it works. Well, the witch make Eunice makes a really everyone makes a big point to be like, oh, she's not dead. Her body's being like hosted in the other world. And then when, when Treyu does get there. Eventually, I mean, because he has this staff that Eunice can use. Because, like, Eunice at one point, we're kind of borrowing to it, like, she's like, fuck it, I'm going to go fight. Takes this staff that I guess is the destroyer of it, fights off as much as he could before the troll just turns her into a stump. Stump. And she turns into a younger woman. We didn't talk about she turns herself into a woman who is arguably, like, 
12 years younger. Yeah. Not even that much younger. <laughs> I think I think she was like 80s old, where if you were like 50, they made you thought That's you true. were 75. That's true. And the 80s was a whole different thing. Like, I, so, I wonder how old she was. The thing or something. Yeah. She's probably like, ooh, timeline. He's gorgeous. So, um, but we do that, and they're like, that's where this is one of those movies where, like, uh, uh, Harry Potter, Atreyu, or whatever you want to call him, is kind of like Jack Burton in, in the sense of he does nothing and everyone else around him does everything. Yeah, he's but just there to kind of be like, joke. oh. But it's not the joke <laughs> like it is in Big Trouble. Like, like this movie's like, this is your protagonist, but he doesn't even save the day. He just finds her. The yeah. troll saves the day. Yeah, not the girl. And and my question with the saving at the end with that is, did he did he just have to use that staff to kill one thing in the like? Did you just have to use the, the staff to kill one thing in the netherworld to yeah, save it? Did he just yeah, kill something like that. She tells him she has to use the staff to kill like the biggest. It's like the biggest creature. Yeah, oh, like, okay. So that it has it, to be the biggest thing. It would have made sense, like leprechaun. You, you, you defeat the leprechaun yeah. that's causing the chaos, not yeah. any. Uh, this is not the time to get mad. They said they keep a blonde, what did they say, a white haired something? Yeah, a to become like the troll queen or mm. whatever. So that was her mission, the mm-hmm. Wendy's eventual mission, basically, probably. Um, but anyway, that happens. The parents are now figured this shit out, but they're just like, oh, and they stay back, and the building is shaking when they go into the other world, and there's a creature engulfing it, and the outside seeing it, and now the cops are getting called. Um, and the the wing, but but we go in and Atreyu, uh, now has to fight this wing demon, but they both get knocked out, and the wing demon's coming for the fucking kid, and then that's when we say like the troll like tj not the girl <laughs> spears the thing blows up dies and they're yeah, kind for of all some safe. reason even though he didn't really spend any time with the girl he just spent time in the little girl's like disguised as the little girl yeah. for some reason he decides that that's his breaking point he won't let this little blonde girl get killed even though it fucks up his whole plan that he's been doing this whole time. Yeah, he was close. No one, like... Yeah, no one was going to stop him. Especially, Atreus, it, failed. Especially Eunice is like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. We do know Eunice, so I think, I would want to say, I think everyone does live because we see Eunice at the end, and she's not a stump anymore. Yeah, but ev- not everyone's a powerful witch like Eunice was. Yeah. Eunice yeah. might have been able to save herself. Um... Some of those people got turned into goo, and then the goo turned into little goblins. Like his friends. Um, That's it, man. They're they're gone. Yeah, I think I think it would have been funny if the goblins rented the apartment. You have like the three little like the little (laughs) guy with the spider legs, and like he's living with the Phil Fundacaro elf. They're just like like, they He's still alive, but in this form now. What about? They're like the 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 worms in Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. it's like hang out in that yeah. building and drink. Hey, <laughs> um, one's a soup. One becomes a super of the building. Um, but then we. I, apologies if I missed anything. I was gonna say, uh, Turok kind of looks like the super in a building I used to live in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
My well, my my review of this movie on Letterboxd, I've been trying to write like kind of something funny. It was like not about Danny DeVito, you know, like. <laughs> um, but uh, but we do get a night. So the family just fucking is like it. It it, it feels so hastily, like right, TJ. Compared to like the gate, which we talked about, yeah. which its wrap up really is like there was a big climax it ends and it's just like the morning of, and we kind of know like, Oh fuck, but their stories sitting over. outside the smoldering house waiting yeah. for mom to dad to come. Their home stories or over like... or like the burbs, you know, like this would reminds me of this was straight up. They have, they have like three suitcases each yeah. and they're like, all right, time to leave. <laughs> and the cop gives some direction about like a hotel, <laughs> but you know, they're just driving back to their old house. It's like a poor man's version of the poltergeist ending where like they go to the motel, they have a scene where they walk in the room, then the funny part where the dad pulls the TV and leaves it outside the house, uh, the apartment to the motel room. This is just like, well, our daughter was a troll for, you know, the 72 hour thing. It feels like it's more days than that, that whole 72 hour thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I was like, it's it's 72 hours. I was like, that seemed like it's already been three days. Yeah. <laughs> it's been parents, enough days. <laughs> the parents also, it makes sense because they were so out of the film, like mentally during it, that at the end they're probably like, well, I guess we'll just go to another apartment building somewhere in San Francisco. Yeah. I no did what the dad did. Because, like, anything. speaking of Men in Black, there was no Men in Black technology with this one where it just, you know, wiped everyone's memory to be like, what happened? Yeah. And that's why we either needed a scene with the tenants dead or they're back to their normal selves and things are just slightly askew. Wake up and they're like, oh, no. Um, But it's not over because we get a stinger of a cop going down into the basement where it all started. And we never went back down to the basement, I realized. And you see the troll hand just come back out and go for the cop. And uh, that's kind of it. Dun, dun, dun. And um, they were. And then people thought there was going to be a sequel. So when a movie called Troll Two came out, they were like, "Yes, I'll see that." Absolutely. And Boom. then and they were, they were going to make a sequel to this, like a real sequel. The director, I think, passed away a couple years ago. Uh, so the two. He was trying that- to get it going because of the Harry Potter thing. He was yeah. like. He had a light. He had a rights thing that he could still use the name Harry Potter as long yeah. as he did a sequel to this movie. Yeah, they he was trying to cash that check. Well, what's so silly because they, from what I could read about it, he was he tried to drum up a lawsuit in like 2007 when already like the Fran, the Harry Potter movies were almost done with, and they were like, "Why didn't you do this in '96 when the books came out?" And he was like, "I was aware of it, but I had a lot of like I had a family issue at the time, so I, I you couldn't be bothered." So he weighed yes. it. Obviously, didn't go anywhere yeah and then in like 2017 because i think the kid who plays a or the man now who plays the trade who's retired from acting also was like yeah I'll come, I'll, i want to come back to do you he know retired from acting right before he started shooting this movie <laughs> what if the sequel the sequel would have been great if he like becomes the cop <clears throat> and just gives up on becoming a troll world he's just been abusing being a cop like most <laughs> having the authority for so long or it becomes like a hardened detective troll cop it becomes like a version of they live yeah. but with trolls uh but there is room like that. like the fact we have like fucking four ghoulies movies right and three three or four critters movies and puppet master movies like all this troll because yes troll two is troll two but there's a a very reasoning like you could have 
it could have been better because this movie, the only way to get it for a long time, I still think in America on Blu-ray and DVD is in a double pack. That's with the, Troll Two. With Troll Two, and it's the artwork of Troll One. Yeah. Uh, uh, Troll Two, because of its cult success, is widely. I have it on Blu-ray. You know, it's it yeah. has the documentary. It's widely. But mm-hmm. Troll One, there is Blu-rays out, but they're super expensive because it wouldn't run. Or you could buy a cheaper one. Because I looked it up. That's like the Spanish version, which I almost pulled the trigger because I I I like this movie enough. Right? Did want? I kind of want to fucking own it. I, yeah. I think I, I think I did have that Troll One Two double. Feature pack at one point. Did you guys watch it on Tubi? I watched this on Tubi. Of God uh, bless you, Tubi. Tubi's the bad. TJ, you were just tweeting about Tubi. Tubi's- I'll tell you what. T- I'll tell you. Here's the thing that Tubi is good about, and I didn't realize until I was watching other free streaming services that don't do this. They're good about curating their ads at the end of scenes. Yeah. Like Cuts they off. actually like line up their ads to come in at the end of a scene, so they it don't- feels like a commercial kind of. I've watched some of those free services suck. They will just drop out in the middle of a fucking sentence and or, just like start a fucking like they do not give a shit. You have a pledge ad in the middle of like someone crying and being murdered, big climax. Yeah. It's like, oh, let it pledge. <laughs> um, but anyway, any anything we missed on this one, guys? Um, troll of Troll Watch. Anything you want to add, TJ, to like your pick and like that we can bring up or like something that no, stopped you? I when I first when I got into picking this i was like i wonder if it's like a stan winston type of a thing like that company but i didn't look really look into it because this falls in line with the gnomes no name norms and mm-hmm. it's not a stan winston it's, it's this dude and it's yeah drunk Gou- beekler this is like his pet project yeah really. it's the ghoulies adjacent it, it's it's our b team and he it, took his ghoulies check and made his own movie basically um but no, having watched this instead of this, because at first, this is like when we ever do a podcast, you know, it's always, is there enough to pull out of it, especially from sometimes like child, uh, children's, uh, I think like children's fantasy with yeah. Jason Horror. Uh, and there was, there was, this was really a nice, uh, I enjoy this movie. I kind of want to watch this again and it's yeah. in a different setting. Um, I think this would be a really fun, um, you know, group, group activity <laughs> movie. Uh, yeah, and I mean, if like the troll stuff isn't horrific enough, you can always focus on the negligent parents who let strange <laughs> men go into their daughter's room, their child's scene. Um, and if, well, yeah. you're the size of a child, so just go on in there. I guess it's no, fine. We no, trust no, you. Said you're a professor. Professor, no. You said you're an English ever. professor, and you ex- and you brought wine and it recited weird poetry to us. So sure, go take my daughter to the back room. Bye. Because even though. <laughs> Even though he came over and he knew the parents were going to be there, it's still a weird move. It's still a, like, it's a nice gift for a parent, but only if you're friends with the parents to be like, hey, I'm coming over, I'm having dinner. Oh, your kids are joining us? I get along with your kid. Yeah. Not even like uh, an elementary school teacher. He was an English professor. Yes. That's why he knew that poem off the top of his head. But I regress. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I say everyone, you know, watch this. I would tell you if it was bad. Uh, where can, where, what are you up to, TJ? We can find you. I know you've been working, uh, concepting some stuff. Uh, things cooking right now, um, but for the time being, my you can delete me on Twitter. Really, uh, 
doing some things, saying some yeah, things. we we got we got more positive TJ back on Twitter though. It's more it's a it's a pleasant burger. I was experience. being TJ at TJ today. I know I saw. <laughs> I kept like answering all his tweets. I was like, oh, you want to be Bro, on Twitter? Do you? You tweet <laughs> honestly these days. I tweet fucking anything. Here's Brian to contradict me in the comments and be like, brother, we're co-host. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you're Brian. wrong here. Uh, like anyway, have conflict, you know. Anyway, you can find Brian at Herskeles doing the Twitter thing. You can find me at Chandango One. You can follow this account at Fly with State of Fear. And you've already listened to it all. Stay frightful, everyone. Bye. Welcome to Fly of a State of Fear.